Welcome back to last night's dreams. After a long hiatus, we are finally back. And by we, I mean myself, Emily Watson, creator and host of this podcast. Today it is September 30th, which apparently is National Podcast Day. So happy National Podcast Day, everybody. Thank you so much for making this your podcast of choice today when you're listening to this. Maybe it's not September 30th. Whatever. Thank you for listening. Today on the podcast, I had Charlotte Lily Ballow, aspiring filmmaker, um, not an aspiring author because she's already an author. She has two books out in her Pretty Weapon series and she's working on the third one. You can look that up on Amazon and she'll tell you more about it in the podcast. We talk about dreams, how we come up with ideas, and she talks a lot about Peter Pan, I guess. So, without further ado, here is the podcast. Here you go. I am here with Charlotte Lily Ballow, writer extraordinaire, fellow student in the Newhouse School of Public Communications. Would you like to tell a little bit more about yourself, Charlotte? Of course. Well, Emily, thank you for that wonderful introduction. (laughs) Um, As Emily said, I am a writer. I have published two young adult novels, and now I spend my time binge-watching Netflix instead of working on the third one, which I should probably be doing right now. And where do you get inspiration? You. You you are my inspiration. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even know you when you wrote the first one. This is true. Um, Well, my stepdad got me hooked on comic books in, like, middle school, so I think that's where most of it came from, because a lot of my books are superhero-based in nature. Mm. But really, anything. I do a lot of people watching, so be on the lookout. Be careful, or you'll end up in my novel. (laughs) I have that written on a t-shirt. You do? Mm -hmm. Do you sell it? No. Oh. I wear it. It's great. (laughs) Did you make it yourself and then actually get it? My sister made it for me for Christmas. Oh, okay. That's much much better. Yeah, no. (laughs) Is it, though? Yeah. Um, I have a question to segue into dreams. Okay. Does anything you write about ever come from your dreams, or do you ever write it down? A hundred percent. Yeah? I am basically a middle schooler in that I keep a dream journal next to my bed, and so (laughs) when I wake up, if I, like, come up with a good idea, I'll write it down. Um, There have been a few times where I'll actually have, like, a very complete dream that translates into a story. So it's more than just, oh, that was a cool, like, person like I will actually have a dream beginning to end and then that will like hopefully become a short story so yeah those ones are the really intense ones they're very odd I had a very intense one last night oh no where there was a guy and a girl okay a man and a woman okay let's go (laughs) okay there's a man and a woman who for some reason my family wanted me to marry into this marriage so they were already they were married okay yes I think so so they were already married, and um, both of them were people from my life that have absolutely no connection, who I barely even know at all. But they're real people. They're real people for Ooh. some reason. Okay. One of them was someone I'm close with. The other one I've never been close with. So one of them was a girl I went to high school with for some reason. So these two people were somehow already married, and my family or whoever was in charge of me sent me to this cabin for the weekend to meet with them and see if I liked them and see if I wanted to like get married to them. And at the end of it, the guy and I were getting along really well. I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, this person's been my friend. Like, okay, if I have to do this, that's fine. Like, I get along with him very well. I have to marry him. Okay. Yeah. And then at the end of it, 
I was like, okay, that's fine. Let's do it. And then the girl proposed to me. And I was like, well, yeah, I'll marry into your marriage. <laughs> and then after I had said yes to that, she revealed that, no, 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 you're only going to be married to me. And I was like, but I don't want that. Oh, I thought it was a two-for-one deal. I was oh. like, no, I was... Yeah? Both of them? No. It wasn't... In the end, it wasn't both of them. It was just the girl. <laughs> so, but Fold. I was like, wait a minute. I'm changing my mind. Like, I really need to change my mind because that's very weird to me. And that is not what I expected. And um, she was like, well, I already invited everyone over to celebrate. <laughs> so that night, the whole house was filled with, like, everyone I know. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to go to the kitchen to get something. And I, like, ran out the door, went into the woods, and, like, went over this, like, hill and found a place on the other side that was pretty covered. And I lay down on the ground and just, like, fell asleep, but then woke up out of the dream. And I was, like, really warm. And it was three minutes before my alarm went off. (laughs) Wow. And that was... It was really weird. And the cabin was so detailed and... The thing I remember most was that I, when I would run into the kitchen to get out, I would run and it seemed like the door should be past the refrigerator. But then when I went past the refrigerator, there was only a couple more refrigerators and no doors. So I'd have to go around the other corner and then there was five screen doors I had to get through to get out of that place. Oh my God. So annoying. So, so vivid. I wonder what that means, you know. Do you ever think about that? Like, I what? think about that a lot. Like, why did I have a dream that I was... Okay, you're probably stressed about homework. That whole thing—that's what it boils down to. (laughs) It's just syllabus week getting to me. Yeah, honestly, probably, probably. Like you know, you think you're getting into one thing, you have to get into another. Yeah, I totally thought that I was just like going through these formalities to be able to hang out with this cool guy the rest of my life, and then this girl's like, no, 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 he had nothing to do with it. I'm like, well, this is weird now, because I don't know you at all. You're just some girl who went to my high school. And the people who it was don't make sense either. Yeah, that's the There's best. No I like. I definitely have dreams about like random people. Oh, here's what. Ha- okay. <laughs> so this has been an ongoing thing, but sometimes I'll have a dream about some random person, like not even somebody I'm friends with, somebody who I've seen on yeah. the street, but like I know it's like your acquaintances or like, you kind of know them, whatever. But then I have a dream about them, and like whatever this, you know, the specific events will change. But at the end of the dream, I fall in love with the person, and then I wake up and I'm in love with this random person. And it's like this very passionate, like you care about them, but like you've never actually had a conversation before. And then I'll see them on the street, and again, I'm like, don't you know? You have like, no idea. Don't you know me? Like you know, we flew through space together and like conquered the galaxy, and like you don't remember, but like I love you, so it's okay. I've had those. Yeah, like someone they, in, real. someone introduces me to a mutual friend and I'll be like, oh, whatever. And then that night I'll dream I'm like dating them. And then the next time I see them, I'm like, uh, now I'm awkward because I had this dream that like, and sometimes it'll be a really nice relationship. And then you wake up yeah, out of it and you're like, it. well, or is this the opposite <laughs> ever happen where you'll dream about someone and like they're a real asshole and yes. then you get really, really angry yes. and you meet them in reality and like you're pissed off and they're just like, what's wrong? And you're like, Goddamn, stole the last piece of pizza, like, <laughs> you, and they're just like, sorry. You have no idea what you did to me. No idea. But they actually don't, so. Well, yeah. Any other interesting dreams you've had? Okay, so recently I've been reading Peter Pan. Um, basically, literally I'm, I'm not my inner child. I'm not kidding. When I think of you dreaming, I think of you dreaming about Peter Pan. It happens a lot. Um, it <laughs> definitely... It's, it's a very nice reoccurring dream, but, like, I definitely would dream about Peter Pan a lot as a kid. And then I s- haven't dreamed about him in a while. So I was like, oh, I'll get the book and, like, lure myself into sleep. So that's what I've been doing every night. I'll, like, read a little chapter. And they're quite lovely dreams, you know? Usually, like, flying around Syracuse or... Um, I'm trying to think of the one. 
Well, the one last night was actually pretty morbid, if I'm being perfectly honest, because I realized in reading the book that, like, Peter Pan is dead the whole time. What? Did you know this? It's like the Sixth Sense sort what? of thing. Yeah, okay. Wait a minute. News. Wait Spoiler. a minute. Spoiler. Spoiler. <laughs> so the author, no, no, listen. So the author wrote the book to cope with the fact that his brother died as a child. Mm-hmm. So, like, Peter Pan is his brother who never grew up. And then the darling children, like, die, and he's, like, bringing them to heaven kind of a thing because, like, they never grow up because they're dead. But the thing is, she goes back to grow up, though, Wendy. Okay, well, let's just just skip that part because... But it's, like, in in reality, the family that um, the author, like, adopts, like, he adopts these kids, like, several of those kids actually die. So it's, like, Peter Pan is his brother, and then, like, the kids are, like, the people that go with him. So, like, the book is his way of coping with it. If that makes sense? So basically, I know, she has goosebumps. You can't see it, but it's real. And so in the dream last night, I was very aware that they were dead. And I was like, I felt uncomfortable because I was like, should I tell them? You know, like, do I, should I let them know? And then I was like, what if I tell them? And then like, I died. Like, I wasn't dead, you know? It's just kind of like I stumbled upon them. Mm-hmm. I was like, do I, do I let them live this way? Should I, should I ruin their hopes and dreams? I didn't tell them. It was very stressful. Oh my gosh. You know, like you have that secret and it was very sixth sense us, you know? Did you feel, like, when you woke up, did you feel... I felt bad. Sad you know? still? I still feel... Look at me. I still feel <laughs> sad about it. Like, Peter Pan's <laughs> great, though. Yeah. It is so weird, though, when you walk around all day with this mood, yes. and people are like, why are you Like, what's wrong? Mood? And you're like, oh, Peter Pan died. <laughs> like, sorry. I recently read some poetry I had written, like, two or three years ago, Ooh, and it's deep. really dark stuff. Like because I can remember what I was feeling when I wrote those and it set me off in like the worst mood all morning and then the only way that I was able to get rid of that was reading them to a friend out loud I was like I need to read you these poems because they're so dark but all my poems from like a few years ago they're too rhymey to be sad you know (laughs) like they're like trying to handle very deep themes and then it's like the cat in the hat yeah sat and cried (laughs) I am very sad and it usually makes me mad Boom. It's great. <laughs> the tears come from my eyes, because a boy told me lies. Drop the mic. I know. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing, but it's true. Uh, no. It's great. Have you ever sleepwalked, sleep-talked? Are you one of those? Not recently. Apparently, it was really bad when I was younger. So, my sister and I, older sister, we shared a bedroom for the longest time. Yeah. And she would tell stories about how I would sit up in my sleep, and I would say things like, they're in the room, and she, you know she'd panic like who's in the room, and then I would just pass out again. Or she could like lure me into conversation with her, so like I would start talking, she would ask me questions, and I'd like buy into it, kind of a thing. Um, not recently. A few nights ago, I did. I had a really bad nightmare, and when I woke up, I was sitting in my bed, which was like kind of freaky. If that makes yeah. sense, you know, like I, it wasn't like you wake up as you're sitting up, but I woke up and I was just very firmly like sitting there. Oh so that was a little odd. Yeah, that was, a, that was not a good dream. I think what had happened was I got shot in the head, I'm pretty sure. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I was trying to save my grandmother. It was, I'm telling you, it was a bad, bad dream. Oh, my god. And gosh. then I woke up, and I was just sitting there, and I was like, great, it is 3 o'clock in the morning. Like, what do I do now? That's the thing. What do you do when you have a bad dream, and you wake up in the middle of the night? Like, how do you deal? Cry. You cry. No, I am no. a... Do you go back to bed or do you just like sit there contemplating life? I'm a very irrational 3, 4 a.m.er. Mm-hmm. So if I wake up out of a dream, which I usually do around 3 or 4, I'm like, I can't do anything. I'll never be anything. This is the... Wor-. It's like the... It really is the witching hour. 
But it's fine, because I'll, like, when I wake up in the morning, it's completely clean state. Yeah. Slate. State and slate. Um, yeah. But if I wake up at 3 a.m., I literally look at my, um, clock. I see it's 3. I'm like, oh, my gosh, here we go. And then I'm, everything, everything seems important, and it needs to happen now. Yes. Yes. Okay, no. Recently, here's, here's what I do. I go on BuzzFeed, and I go to, like, the animal section. I watch 30 Rock sometimes. Or something. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Good. Sometimes I know, it's almost like I know once I wake up whether I'll be able to just go back to sleep or if I really need to do something else. Yeah. I woke up at five. Oh, like, that's a rough time to wake up, yeah. though, because that's like getting too close to when you actually have to wake up, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Do you think, are you good at getting up in the morning out of bed or no? Yes, I'm very yes? good at it, yes. Well, so that's, like, the, the athlete in me was has been trained, oh. like, you know, you'd have to wake up at 5 o'clock every morning, six days a week. And so my alarm, but that's the thing, my alarm goes off, and it's literally, like, it's not a nice wake up. It's, I'm up, my heart is racing, and I have to get the phone, and then you're just standing there, like, all hyped up. And then it's like, oh, I can go shower now. Yeah. Like, I'm not somebody who hits snooze. I'm up right away. That's good, because I feel like because I dream so much... A lot of times if my alarm goes off and I'm still wanting to be back in the dream, I hit snooze and go back into the dream for five minutes. Yeah. That's awesome when you can, like, control it and, like, go, yeah. go in and out of dreams. That's nice. Yeah. No, it was really it was challenging, though, because, so this week, I'm in a uh, cardio kickboxing class. Oh, my gosh. And our homework assignment was to take our heart rate in the morning. But the thing is, every morning, because it's supposed to be like your resting heart rate, every morning I wake it's up with million. an alarm. So it's like racing and so like I brought in my thing today and she's like wow you're really out of shape because your resting heart rate is like you know 200 and I was like no I just get really like worked up in the morning so like <laughs> kickstart my day do you, you know? think that's not good for you probably not probably not. probably not I should get like a more soothing alarm clock you know I, have I said, like the siren right now on my oh phone. my god yeah not good I, should get, like, I have a thing on my phone I don't know if all phones have this but my phone has a feature where five minutes before your actual alarm goes off, it can play a different melody starting from a low volume and getting slowly higher. Oh, so it'll be like, how do you do that? That would like probably also creep me out though, you know? Yeah, because this morning when I woke up, I woke up out of my dream like five minutes before my alarm went off, I forgot that it did that because usually I just don't even wake up at all to that. So I started hearing this noise in my comforter. I'm like, oh my it was just that <laughs> silent thing. Nice. Yeah. Alarm clocks, man. Can't live with them. Can't live without them. I know. Literally. I have heard of, there's a couple people I know who don't use alarm clocks. Their body naturally wakes up at like 6 a.m. every single day. Lies. I can do I that one it. day out of the week. Like tomorrow, I don't have to set an alarm for anything, so I probably won't. Or I'll set one for like yeah. 10. Friday. Oh, thank God it's Friday. <laughs> Friday. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> But yeah, even though I set an alarm for 10 tomorrow, I'll still wake up at 8, because I do every day. What's your favorite wake-up time? Hmm, my favorite wake-up time. Can I be really hipster and be like sunrise or something? <sighs> What's your favorite sleep time? Sleep, okay, If yeah, you could sleep. choose an ideal hour to go to sleep, an ideal hour to wake up, what would they be? Can I say, like, not sleep? Like, if that was possible, you know what I'm saying? No, I feel that. Because I feel like you waste so much time sleeping. Like, I love dreaming, mm-hmm. but I feel like you could do so much more with your time. And I don't mean, like, do homework or study. Like, that's really boring. But you could, you know, like, go for a walk or, like, mm-hmm. 
But I think go on a little adventure, you know, like I think that'd be fun. We waste so much time sleeping. I know. The thing, I feel that way about eating. I would love to not have to eat and only Ooh. eat when you want to or only sleep when you want to. Yeah. But um, the only thing is you would have to be the only one who had that power because if everyone didn't need sleep we would just we would just fill that time with other stuff and we'd be like look look how much time we have now that we don't sleep except they'd be like well we can shove all these other tasks in and we'd still be the same but like you know i could teach myself to play the ukulele or you know that'd be cool yeah i'll teach you can you you play can you teach me yeah i'll teach you please (laughs) i want to learn that'd be cool it's fun pretty easy i have a little hands so any other dream related things you want to talk about this is your chance to reach 25 people oh my god i'm so (laughs) excited hello you 20 you brave 25 um i don't know i can honestly say that i so i dream a lot again like it's always like in color and everything and i remember them quite vividly um i think mine are in color but if you asked me i wouldn't be able to tell you right but um my favorite dreams are definitely flying dreams yeah without a doubt and like there's a lot of them but there will be times where whatever the dream is like it could be set in like you know colonial williamsburg or something and if i'm there i'm aware that it's a dream and i'm like oh no i want to fly but i still can't even though i know it's a dream and i'm trying to control it i'm like all i want to do is fly all i want to do is wave you know what i'm saying but i can't fly it just gets very frustrating because i only now i'm like very not I'm very spoiled with my dreams, so mm-hmm. I only like the ones where I can fly now. You know what I'm saying? I, as you were saying that, I just remembered something that I think is a personal truth, but it actually comes from a dream, and I just realized that I can't actually do it. I have reoccurring dreams, or just a dream that stuck with me for a long time, about if I breathe in deeply and, like, hold it long enough, I will slowly start to, like, fly upwards in the room. Like, if I hold my breath for a little bit and then... give it a try? Hold it again. Ready? Three, two, one. No. That's really sad. I thought that worked. No, not for a long time, but the more... It's like the more your body gets saturated with air, the more you can become lighter. And I've had so many dreams about that. It's kind of like a Willy Wonka thing where you slowly rise to the top, but there's no fan. I'm just in, like, a regular room. And... I never realized until now that I that took. You can't actually. Fly. I can't. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to. But even bring that though, up for you. obviously, I know that I can't do that. You definitely thought you could. I definitely thought I could because I've dreamed it so many times. Wow. They're the best. Mine was always like you could just like, it's almost as if there's step steps in the air, so you can just kind of like go and then just keep going up. You know, like you yeah. like take that first step and then go. But so like in the dreams where I can't fly, I just kind of like land very hard. I get, um, yeah, a lot of where I took a step and then I wake up, like, freaking out, where it feels like the bed fell away. I rolled out of the bed once. That was really bad. Yeah. And it was, it was here, freshman year of college. <gasps> I was in Lawrenson. I rolled out of the bed. No, no. And my bed is, like, in the nook, and I swear to God, I woke up and my head was between the bed and the wall, and I was, like... If I had fallen any farther, it probably would have, like, snapped my neck, but I, like, just caught myself. But then I was, like, lying there for probably, like, 10 or 15 minutes trying to figure out how to move. It was terrifying. Did you see Mad Max? No, I did not. I'm a failure of a film student. Well, I sorry. just saw it last week. But okay. there's so many instances in that film where they're holding on to things with, like, just one hand or just one foot is holding on to them. And I was trying to plug my charger in a few nights ago, and I was leaning off my bed trying to plug it in. I'm like, this is the hardest thing I've ever done. I can't reach it. I'm like, wait a minute. 
Those people in Mad Max. Were if straight, they can do it in Mad Max, do I it. can do it in real life. I know, life. on this yeah. super soft bed with no like skin lesions and stuff. Like, <laughs> I'm not cut open anywhere, and I can I can get that charger. Did you get it? I think I did. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I've definitely fallen off of beds. I was always the top bunker between my sister and I. I was always on the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like good. younger sister, you know, so she kind of like forced me there. I'm the Even though I was the bigger one. I'm the younger sister, though, and I always went on the top. Maybe because I got whatever I wanted. Mm-hmm. I think sh- she always liked the bottom better, though. I don't know. Did she, though? Hmm. One time, we had hamsters. Well, we had hamsters <laughs> multiple times. <We> <laughs> what hamsters. happened after that one time, though? Well, we had two hamsters, and I think each of them individually, they were in the basement, so two flights down from where I was sleeping. Each of them, at one point, got out of their cages, crawled up two flights of stairs onto the top bunk, and, like, stepped on my face to wake me up. Wow. You're the hamster whisperer. Smarter than you think? Oh my Maybe. Goodness. Probably Maybe. not. I don't really know. But And then I would look around me, and there's no way to get up to the top bunk. Because it's just metal or wood posts and then my bed through the wall so they maybe like they went into the ceiling and then they like grappled down onto your face that repelled. Sounds, they that repelled sounds down right. onto they your like face, got yeah. like hot irons mm-hmm. and like carved out a exactly. circle and or they had those like little suction cups and like went oh the my gosh. <sighs> okay well unless you have anything else pressing about dreams that's all I got for now the creative the dreamer the, dreamer. the charlotte the charlotte that's me i tried where can people find you find me yes like me no. Yeah, no. <laughs> Your creations. My creations. Um, you can check out my website, which is charlottelily.com. It's very original. <laughs> um, yeah. And I have some, uh, there's information on both of my young adult novels, but then also some short stories and a link to my blog. Ooh, your blog? So my blog, which I'm I'm terrible at blogging. Oh, yeah. But that's for that's for I think I have time. four blog posts somewhere on the internet. Somewhere. I know, exactly. I've, like, started multiple and never yep. finished. I started an so. under, underground music blog. Oh. And I have one post. But the blog itself is underground. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, well. I write it from a cave. Blogging's hard. <laughs> okay, well, thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. This was fantastic. Yes, yes it was. Thank Charlotte Lily Ballow talking about her dreams and her books and other stuff. You heard it. You know what we talked about. So if you want to find last night's dreams, you can just find us on SoundCloud. You're probably already at SoundCloud. But just so you know, all the old episodes will be cataloged onto YouTube on the YouTube channel called Last Night's Dreams. Because as a non-pro user of SoundCloud, I do have a minute limit. So the newest episodes will be on SoundCloud. And then if you want to find the old ones, you can head on over to the YouTube channel for last night's dreams. So tune in next time where we will be talking to Matt Pasternak.